Welcome builders from Lakeland, Florida. This is the Build Your Success Leadership Podcast with your host, Brian Brogen. We're going to empower and equip you to build yourself and then build others. Now, let's build up with your host, Brian Brogen. Hello, builders. We would love to welcome you to this episode of the Build Your Success Podcast. Here at the Build Your Success Podcast, we like to build you so you can build others. We do that through our corporate training events, speaking, and coaching. We also do that with our special guest to the podcast. I am so excited today to introduce Dr. Willie Jolly to the Build Your Success Podcast. Let me tell you a little bit about Dr. Willie. Dr. Willie is an international speaker, global thought leader, and dynamic media personality. He's a Hall of Fame speaker. He's an award-winning singer and an international best-selling author. So I'd say Dr. Willie knows a little bit about leadership and, and, and what he's done. Welcome to the podcast today, Dr. Willie. Well, thank you so much, Brian. It's a privilege and a pleasure, a treat and a treasure and a joy beyond measure for me to be on with you and your listeners. And thank you for having me. And for those who know me, know I always start the same way. I have only just a minute, only 60 seconds in it forced upon me. I can't refuse it. I didn't seek it. I didn't choose it, but it's up to me to use it. I must suffer if I lose it, give account if I abuse it, just a tiny little minute, but our eternities are wrapped up in it. So it's a pleasure to make the most of this minute and be on with you, Brian, on this great program. Wow, Dr. Willie, that is great. Does that actually last a minute? Almost a minute. It's almost a minute. So it's almost a minute. <laughs> that's what a, what a great thought and just great ideas all embedded in that poem. That's that's wonderful. Well, I'm going to start off the way I start off every podcast, and that is, what does leadership and being a leader mean to Dr. Willie Jolly? Well, that's a wonderful question that I have been sharing with audiences all over the world. I'm very honored that a few years ago I was named one of the top five leadership speakers in America by speakers.com. And what I think made them give me that honor was I've been telling people for a number of years that leadership is not a title. Leadership is an action. It's not a position. It's an action. You choose to be a leader. And I've told people that leaders many times are misplaced in the sense that people say, well, I can't be a leader because, you know, Joan's a leader or John's a leader or Brian's a leader. They don't realize that most leaders are not born. They think leaders are born. Most leaders are developed. They're like diamonds. Now, a diamond is not born a diamond. A diamond's born a piece of coal, an ordinary everyday piece of coal that gets separated from the pack and goes and, and goes through and goes into a very difficult spot. It's pressurized. There's adversity. There's difficulty. There's a, a real uncomfortableness. But when they come out of that process, they're no longer a piece of coal, but they're diamond. And that when babies are born, a doctor doesn't slap the baby on the backside and say, okay, put this one over in the leadership group. No, the doctor says, this baby has potential, capacity, 
ability. And if this baby is willing to work on itself and develop itself and grow itself, this baby can do great things with his life. This baby can be a leader. So I say to people, many people will talk themselves out of their leadership potential, not realizing that everyone has a seed of greatness, the seed of leadership within them. If they are willing to water it, fertilize it, grow it, develop it, and let it be all that it was possible for it to be. So there's a leader on the, on the inside of each and every person who's listening to this broadcast, and they must now do the work. What is going to take to get to be all that you were born to be? Well, I like to call it, there are certain things that I, I got out of my book, An Attitude of Excellence, that talk about leadership. And the, those points are that you must make the commitment that you are going to do a few very simple things. Are they easy? No, but they're simple. They are simple. Here they are. One, you must make the commitment to get better. Just get better. Every day, get a little bit better. The 1% solution. Every day, get 1% better than you were yesterday. If you ever see the Kentucky Derby, there's one horse that wins by a nose, let's say, in a, in, a, in a race, very close. That horse was just a little better than the second place horse. But the one who was just a little better, one by a nose, gets 10 times more in earnings from that win than the second place. And so I say to people that you must make a commitment to just be a little better than your competition. Keep getting to be a little better. It doesn't have to be wholesale overwhelming. If you can be overwhelming, great. But if you, you just be a little better on a consistent basis, you'll win more. So that's what I, I that's one of the things I talk about leaders is that make a commitment to get better. Be a lifelong learner. Next one. Now, lifelong learner. Uh, Brian, uh, you know, they call me Dr. Willie Jolly. Now, for people in Washington, D.C., where I'm from, they didn't know me as Willie, Dr. Willie Jolly for years. They just knew me as Willie Jolly. I was a local singer and then became a speaker. Willie Jolly. But some years ago, Brian, I went back to school. I went back to school and got my doctorate in my 50s, Brian, in my 50s. And it was uncomfortable. It was difficult. But I went back and got my doctorate. And what I've told people how important it is to become a lifelong learner, that those who have made a commitment to lifelong learning are those who will win more and will lead better and be more effective. So make a commitment to always get better, make a commitment to lifelong learning, and then finally make a commitment to excellence, that you've made a commitment to excellence, not mediocrity. You know, great people tend to give great service. Good people, well, they give good service. Mediocre people only have the capacity to give mediocre service. And negative people will kill your dreams and your organization. So that's why you must make a commitment to be excellent. In my book, An Attitude of Excellence, I talk about that principle, that there are five principles for great organizations and great people. Leadership, change, team building, customer service, and attitude. But it always starts with leadership. That is wonderful. You know, you talk about just that little bit more. I read a book, and it's actually a, a group of people. The, the one degree. One degree separates a lot of things, and he used some of the same analogies about the horses and a swimmer 
and all these Olympians, they win by a fraction. And it's just that little bit extra effort. And he talks about that, that one degree, you know, water, a 200, water at 211 degrees is just hot water. But, but one degree, 212 degrees, makes it boiling water, and boiling water can create steam. And we know the power you can, you can have with steam. and You can run trains and engines and create power and do all kinds of things. And that one degree, and, and that's what, what I was thinking of when you're talking about that, the attitude piece. I, I already had that in my notes to get to that. I'm glad you, you talked about your book. You know, I'm a, a, a private aviation pilot, and I'm, I'm not an acrobatic pilot. So there's a, there's a, in the panel of an airplane, there's a gauge that's called the attitude indicator. And if that thing is, is blue, that means you're looking at the sky and you're probably about to stall the airplane and you're going to the ground. And if it's looking at the ground you're, or brown, you, then you're probably going, making a, a fast pace to the ground that you shouldn't be. You're, you're overspeeding the plane again. It's going to come apart on you. And that, but, but level flight is a little bit of blue and a little bit of brown. And that's your attitude indicator. And I love that you talk about how, how important attitude is, number one, and how attitude controls your altitude. So tell our listeners a little bit about how important attitude is. Oh, absolutely. So attitude is really one of the key ingredients to your leadership, your success, and your wealth building. Attitude. See, attitude is a core unit. I like to say it like this. For many years, I thought that there was a single key that would unlock the padlock to success. I went to seminars. I went to places. I looked for this key. What was the key to wealth and success? Here's what I found, Brian. is not a single padlock key. It's a combination lock. And not only must you know the digits but they must be in the right sequence to unlock the lock. And the sequence always starts with attitude, mindset. Then you add skill set. And then you add heart set. Now, all of those are important, but that attitude is critically important. Heart attitude, the, the positive outlook, the positive uplook, the positive inlook. Then skill set, where you develop the the skills that you would need, and then heart set that you are determined to not let your heart be faint-hearted and that you will not give up when then tough times come. So, but it starts with attitude, a positive outlook, a positive inlook, and a positive uplook. And it really does make a world of difference in how you're going to be successful. Do I mean that if you just have a positive attitude, everything's going to go your way? No. But with a positive attitude, you will win more than you, those who have a negative attitude. That's guaranteed. We hope you're enjoying today's podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Build Consulting Services. Are you ready to reduce workplace conflict, reduce employee turnover, and increase your productivity? If you're ready to put Brian to work for your company, give him a call at 863-800-9658 or email him at brianb at buildcs.net. Now, back to today's episode.
Awesome. L- love to hear that. It's, it's very inspiring. You know, I think of Henry Ford, and he said that whether you think you can or whether you think you can't, you're right. And that's that attitude. That's piece. And in fact, you, you helped the Ford company. Let, let's have let's let's segue into that. You helped the Ford company okay. with their turnaround, and you got the title of the comeback king because of your relationship with Ford. Tell the audience a little bit about how that went down. Yeah, so I wrote a book called A Setback is a Set Up for a Comeback that became a very popular book all around the world. And one day I was speaking in uh, speaking in Florida at a conference, and it was a conference of corporate executives. And it just so happened that somebody in that audience was from Ford Motor Company. Well, this was in 2005. Ford was in a bad spot. They were, they were losing market share. Their market share had gone from 50% down to 15%. They brought in a new CEO named Alan Mulally, who had turned around Boeing. They needed his help to turn around Ford or Ford was going to be out of business. And so during the first board meeting, Alan Mulally said to the executive team, we need a comeback. And one of the guys said, hey, hey, I just, I, I, I heard a guy not too long ago and at a, at a conference in Florida, I bought his book, a setback setup for a comeback. He was dynamite. And I think we should get him to help us in this comeback effort. So, so the folks at Ford called me and I worked with Ford in 2006, 2007, 2008. As you might remember in 2009, Ford was the only one of the big three automakers to be able to reject a government bailout and went from losing millions in 2006 every month to making billions every month in 2009. Now, did the economy go up between 2006 and 2009? No. Did circumstances in America go up? No. What changed? Attitude, mindset. When you change your thinking, you'll change your future. And so the Detroit Free Press wrote an incredible article about Ford's amazing comeback. And in that article, they mentioned their secret weapon was this guy, this motivational speaker named Willie Jolly. That day, Brian, my life changed because then that same day, General Motors called. And that same day, uh, other companies called like uh, uh, Walmart and um, Johnson & Johnson Dubai, Coca-Cola South Africa, all because I was able to help Ford turn this setback into comeback. I, I, I don't take much credit except that I was a part of the team. I did my part. I helped to instill a positive attitude in the workers to change their thinking from just getting up and going to work to being excited about their comeback. So attitude can make a world of difference in your future, your finances, your family, and in your possibilities. Wow. I, I tried to write this down and I want I want the audience to get it. When you change your thinking, you will change. What was the last part of that? When you change your th- thinking, you'll change your future. You'll and, change your future. And, and that's, that's the truth. It will change every part of you because your input determines your output. Your thinking, what you put in, impact what you put out. And so if you just filling yourself up with negative stuff all day long, reality television and, and just negative music and negative input. That's what you will put out. Look, Brian, 
if you take an orange and squeeze it, what's going to come out of it? Orange, orange juice, juice, right? Yeah, yeah. If you take a you you take a grapefruit and squeeze it, what's going to come out of it? Grapefruit juice. Uh, if you take a negative person and squeeze them, what's going to come out of them? Negative. That is why you got to fill yourself with the pure, the powerful, and the positive. You got to make a commitment to do this on a daily basis because life is going to squeeze you sooner or later. That's life. Life is difficult, period. If you read the book, The Road Less Traveled, the first line summed up life. Life is difficult, period. But life is still wonderful. So it's worth living. And if you're going to live it, you might as well live it for the good and not to go through all of the challenges. Live the most and the best and the highest level of living that you can. And that's a choice. And it starts with your attitude and your thinking. You know, Dr. Willie, several years ago, I came to the realization that, you, as you said, life is difficult at times. And, and, I, and I, you hear the saying, life is hard. But I realize there's times life is hard because we make it harder you know, naturally it can be hard, but then we take it and, and shake it up and make it worse than it already was as human beings. And I think if we could learn to do better, I remember the old cartoon with the guy walking around with a, a cloud over his head. And I come to realize some people just want the cloud over their head. Yep, absolutely. Look, I tell myself and my family, the harder you are on yourself, the easier life is on you. The easier you are on yourself, the harder life is on you. So be disciplined. Have some standards. Have values that you make yourself do. Whatever it is that you've made a decision that this is how I'm going to live my life, a principle-based, value-based existence where I know that I've got a reason to get up in the morning and I get up to go to go do what I got to do, what I'm here for whether you got a job or whether you're an entrepreneur, that you are disciplined. You don't, you don't sleep all day long. You get up, you get going, you get moving. You know, many people look at a fireplace and say, give me heat, give me heat. And, and not realize that before that fireplace can give you heat, you must put something in there to give it some, some potential to burn. So you got to do your part. And if you want good, you got to put in good. So the harder you are on, life, on yourself, the easier life will be on you. But the easier you are on yourself, the harder life will be on you. And I love that. It's like a cloud. Many people go through life with this cloud above their head. Their, their attitude, it stinks. And so they are, as Zig Ziglar would say, they had stinking thinking, which impacted their life. There was this cloud with them. Everywhere they went, there was drama. There was business. There was stuff. Versus the person who made a decision, I'm going to work on myself. I'm going to de develop myself. And I'm going to be positive. I know there will be challenges. That's okay. You know, I read something just today. Three ways that people look at the future. The pessimist looks at the future as impossible. The faint-hearted looks at the future as unknown and, and scary. The positive person looks at the future as the best time of their life is still yet to come. 
That's how I look at life. Man, I'm just getting warmed up, Brian. You know, I've had some successes. I've been named one of the top five speakers in the world. I've been inducted in the Speaker Hall of Fame. I've been named a top five leadership speaker. But I'm just getting warmed up, Brian. I'm just getting started. I got stuff to do. The best is yet to come. And that's what I want to say to everybody who is watching or listening or involved in this or hears it from a friend. Your best is yet to come. This is going to be a great time for you because you choose for it to be a great time. You're a leader. You know, let me tell you something I tell my son. Leaders lead. Okay? I tell him that dancers dance, runners run, singers sing, and leaders lead. Lead! Lead with what you got. You know, what does that mean now, Brian? One more part of that. That means you see something that needs to be fixed. You don't wait to somebody to tell you to do it. You do it. Okay? Um, you see, you see something out of place, a piece of paper on the ground that you know is not supposed to be there at your home or, or at your office. It's not maybe your job to pick up that paper or in your church or whatever. Pick it up. You're a leader. Do what the leaders do. Do what it takes. <laughs> do it. Love it. Yes, absolutely. Take action. You know, don't, don't. Why do you need permission to pick up a piece of trash? I mean, come on. Oh, I love it. You know, I'm going yeah, to finish this one That's not my job. Yeah, that's what they uh, what she sure. hears. Like, well, just help out, help somebody else that, that is trying to do the job. I want to. I did a little right. bit of show prep and, and watched a few of your your videos. I saw you say something. I want you to address here. You have a saying that change is not the enemy; change is the ally. And 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 back to what we were already talking about the attitude and, and changing. This is all part of it. Hey, change for the better should be an ally and not an enemy. Tell us about that, Dr. Willie. Yeah, uh, change is not the enemy, change is an ally. And that's right out of my book, An Attitude of Excellence. And I encourage people to go to winwithwilly.com and get access to, in fact, I'll tell you what, we got a new site if you go to uh, willyjolly.com slash success or wjspeaks.com slash success. We got some free stuff, including a great interview with me and Les Brown together. But, um, Change is not the enemy. Change is an ally. And i that's built on my story, Brian. I was a nightclub singer, singing in nightclubs in the Atlantic City of Washington, D.C. And one night I got told by the owner that they've made a change. They love, um, they love, you know, they love my music, but it was something else going around the country that's filling up nightclubs. It was a lot cheaper than live music. They bought a karaoke machine there. They were doing a karaoke craze and people were lining up for karaoke clubs. And, and I, I was I was devastated. Change had happened to me. It had been thrust upon me. But as out of that, I took a job with the school system. And as part of my job, I had to give little speeches to kids about staying away from drugs. And my next and better life was launched. And from there, the little kids, the teachers would say, can you come to my teacher's group? Someone in the teacher's group would say, can you come to my church? Someone in the church would say, can you come to my company? Then Les Brown heard about this guy who was a speaker and singer and invited me to be on the Music and Motivation Dream Team Tour, which featured Les Brown, Billy Preston, Gladys Knight, and me as the opening act. And that led to me being introduced to radio people. I got a little radio show. The radio show got syndicated. You can now hear me on Sirius XM across America every week on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways show. And uh, it's the number one self-help show in the country now. And that led to a book publisher hearing me on the radio and inviting me to write my first book. It only takes a minute to change life. Then I wrote a book, Setback, Set Up for a Comeback. 
then turn setbacks into greenbacks, and then an attitude of excellence, and then uh, make love, make money, make it last, the book with my wife on marriage, and chicken soup for the soul, and many anthologies, all because I got fired and replaced by a karaoke machine. Change is good when your attitude is great. Change is good when your attitude is great. Change is not the enemy. Change is an ally. You just got to have a positive attitude toward it. And it will take you to great new places. Dr. Willie, I know you're fired up about all those things. It's wonderful to hear you talk about that. I'm going to be able to say one day that that I connected with Willie Jolly. And now I'm at all these speaking events and all, and heard of all these and had these books. So that's going to be, that's going to be my look. Les Brown, I'm sure he told you he you got to be hungry. Gotta be hungry. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> That's my so, one of my favorite things with, with, with Les is that gotta be hungry. And and I and I want to, you know, be after get after it, man. Get out there and work and labor and, and try to make things happen. So you named off a few more websites. I did not have those when I did the uh the website here, but I do have your willyjolly.com. I'll include okay. those other ones in the show notes for our listeners. Look, if you that you, just that you send, use. People, send people to one site, one site, winwithwilly.com. Win with Willie. That's all they need. Every site is on winwithwilly.com. W-I-L-L-I-E. That is my corporate site, my speaking site, my youth motivation site, my marriage site, my music site, my, uh, uh, I mean, I, every kind of, I got like nine or 10 sites there. Attitude of Excellence site, all right there. Winwithwilly.com plus resources to give you free gifts. So go winwithwilly.com. Sounds great. We'll include winwoodwilly.com and all of our show notes. It was great to have you on the podcast that you're joining us for voices for leadership. And that's going to be a, a great book that a lot of contributors are contributing to. And uh, just great to introduce you to the build your success podcast today. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. Do us a favor, go over to wherever you're listening to this podcast at give us an honest rating and review, share this podcast with others. Dr. Willie has dropped some golden nuggets that you need to share with your friends and family. Listen, build yourself and then build others. Thank you. Want to learn how to build yourself and build your team? Visit www.buildcs.net and learn about Brian's programs, special offers, and more. Build yourself and then build others.